0: TG&PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. Davis Vision loves teachers. If you're a teacher needs LASIK, Davis Vision wants to give it back. Schedule a free consultation appointment and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call them today at 801-253-3030 or check them out at davisvisionmd.com. DJ and PK, it's time to bring in Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the Utah Jazz. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah's in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Bowler, good morning. Hey, DJ PK. Oh, how are you? Hello. I love Hello. you. Won't you tell me your name? <laughs> DJ PK. Bowler. <laughs> You didn't mean that literally. <laughs> All right, bowler. Two games apiece. The Suns win two at home, the Bucks win two at home. Three to go. It's best two out of three. Who do you got?
1: Oh my goodness. Well, look. Um home courts everything, right? So someone's going to have to steal one. Well, the Bucks. Uh so you know uh, this one's uh, this one was easy to call about five days ago. That would have been the Phoenix Suns, who are absolutely dominant. And I was really impressed with their play in the first two games. Now the Bucks, in that uh, just scramble, get it done, defensive mode. And Jake and I were just talking about the recovery block by uh, Giannis last night. Big time, big, pi- big time play. Big fourth quarter. Uh, I still have to lean Phoenix way because they have a game seven at home if necessary. But this is a better series than most thought. I liked it. Entertaining game last night. Hard-fought. Loved the fourth quarter. Uh, The threes aren't really falling for either team. But uh, the mid-range jump shot, man, it's huge. It's keeping Phoenix alive. It did at least on the road last night. Uh, But I was impressed with uh, Middleton, Antetokounmpo. I I mean, those are efficient numbers. I mean, PK, come on. Double-double, eight assists, three steals, two blocks. Um, he didn't play all that well in Phoenix, but uh, games two, three, and four, I've been pretty impressed with the big guy.
2: Yeah, the thing that stunned me was it's like 78 field goal attempts to 97 for the Bucks, yeah, eight, and that is right. a startling number. And and if the Bucks do that, they have a 20 field goal attempted advantage. I mean, I don't know what the win percentage is, but I got to believe it's really, really high.
1: Well, they got to the free throw line a lot too last night, and that frustrated. I think that played a big part. I don't know how you guys looked at it last night, but, you know, Booker was, you know, Booker was incredible. I'm looking at highlights right now. Let me turn it down. Uh, But, you know, Booker goes 42. Chris Paul struggled, but. you know, it's it's about free throws. It's about getting in the head of your opponent a bit. It's what the home court does. Look, Salt Lake is loud. Vivint Arena is awesome. Um, you know, fear the deer. <laughs> Look, that crowd was crazy last night. Uh, doesn't happen often, right? To have a finals uh, in your building uh, and a chance to win it, and You're like you said, it's it's down to just a mini three game series and how this turns out. You flip a coin, but. I like the way the Bucks are playing right now. They're much more engaged defensively. Um, the mid-range shot on both sides of the ball, on both sides of, uh, of the floor, are uh, really kind of the bread and butter, what the Suns like to do and what the Bucks like to do, too, especially with Middleton um, and Holiday. Uh, Chris Paul is just off his game last night. But it tells you how important he is to the Phoenix Suns. And, and Ayton didn't get as many touches as I thought that maybe he would. Uh, he did not get to the, get to the free throw line but I still like the way Aiden's played in the series. Uh, he's a he's a he's a dual threat. But I don't know what the separator is going to be. You know, that's what I keep trying to think to myself, DK, uh what what will be the difference maker in the title here? And uh, is it going to come down to Booker and is it going to come down to to Ankitakumbo? It it may just be those two guys or you may see a Middleton or you may see Chris Paul. Um Save the day. Um, 36 years old. He wants it bad, and I get that. But that game seven, if, they, if it goes seven, which I'm guessing it will, uh, is going to be in Phoenix, and that could be the difference maker, really. Home court could be the final, the, ha- have the final say.
0: So the finals is a bigger stage than a regular season game, so that's just not even comparable. But just like in the moment, you're more impressed with Giannis. The hips and shoulders are squared up, he's defending Booker and he spins, does a one eighty, takes off, finds the ball oh. and gets the block, or Rudy gets fooled at the top of the key and recovers all the way back to the rim to get the SWAT and and, and save the game.
1: Hey, those are both well look, I mean, because it's a finals game, that's a dynamic, maybe well, game four saving play. But Rudy's ability of on top of the key to recover that quickly to go baseline is just incredible. I mean, that's why Gobert is a three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Giannis, obviously a two-time MVP and could be a could be a Finals MVP the way that he's played. So, you know, if Rudy could do that in a Finals game, we we wouldn't be surprised. But we see it the way that Rudy can recover. Is really his calling card in my book. I mean, Gobert is drawn out. Look, it didn't work quite, quite his way against the Clippers. He didn't know whether to go guard Terrence Mann or stay low on the block and guard Rim, and he jumps out late. You got to make those decisions, and it's difficult to do. And one of the things I think the Jazz will be looking at in the off-season about just another you know guard uh, that can go out and jump out and defend. But that's a whole other conversation. But. Both of those plays are, are dynamic. I mean, that's what bigs are supposed to do. But the feet, the way the the footwork of both those guys are absolutely phenomenal. And that play last night will be replayed uh, all day. Probably was all night, and again all day. Probably reviewed again for game uh, for game five. But that was that was a hell of a play. And probably in my book, I thought that moment probably changed the way that the outcome of this game uh, last night.
2: So when you say this. Play will probably be reviewed all night. What you sing is all night long. All night long. All night. <laughs> night. night. night.
1: <laughs> Got to get Tim Lacombe to sing that. <laughs> exactly. Yes.
2: <laughs> Play along. I like it. <laughs>
1: oh, my. It's been re- replayed, replayed all night long. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Great thing about the Bucks is that. When you look at their lineup right now, they played what? Seven, eight guys? I think T got 11 minutes. And you look at how they assembled this team. Brooke Lopez is the highest drafted player on this team at 10th. Giannis goes 15th. You got Holiday, 17th. Chris Middleton, second round, 39. Uh, Connaughton. Uh, second round 41, P.J. Tucker, second round 35. It's not the traditional way. And I just no. think it's outstanding for the league to send the message that do your homework, do everything that you can the right way, and you got a shot.
1: You know, P.K., this is going to be talked about um, if the Bucks win. Uh, for a long time uh, and because, to your point, it's been – I read a great article the other day. It's like a 10-year mission by Milwaukee to get to this point. And I think, you know, we're also in a world where it's win now, and it's, um, it's, it's a long road. But you, you just kind of went through the whole process of, of how they've built this team, the pieces needed, free agency, draft picks, Lopez, by the way, Antetokounmpo, who uh, they really uh, just went out and said, We're, we believe in this young guy, and look what he's become. Um, you know, his line again last night is superb. Middleton, Lopez, remember, saved the day when Antetokounmpo had the hyperextension on the knee and came out and had a career night. But he's a solid guy. Uh, didn't have a good three-point shooting night last night, but he, for a big, he can shoot the three. I like the team. It is what that is team. It's very much like how the Jazz have done it, team. Uh, And sometimes that word doesn't go well, in my opinion. When I travel uh, within within the NBA, it's like, ah, come on, man, the team, now you got to have the big three. And, you know, it's refreshing. And I think the ratings have proved that. Look, they're only really comparing it to last year in the bubble, but there was so much discord amongst fans about Black Lives Matter. And and covid and all the issues that people were just like you know upset about and um you know the numbers didn't prove out okay you know anger reset and if people don't like the way this series has gone it's i'm sorry it's it's the way it is it's not lebron it's not kd it's not luca uh, but it's it's guys that bust tail, and even Chris Paul, love or hate him, the guy has played his backside off uh, to get to this point. And you know Booker's grown up, uh, you know DeAndre Ayton has grown up. I mean, you're showing that you can still be at a high level with players who fit a system, and I, that's what I applaud. You know the Bucks doing; they they put the right pieces together. Uh, they struggled during their regular season, but they found their way. And that's what, that's all that counts is that you're one of the last two teams standing at the end. Um, but I think fans, I don't know. What do you guys, I, I, do you guys agree? I mean, some of the people I've talked to have actually, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air to have new faces, some new young stars growing. And, you know, I talked to Doris Burke not long ago and she thinks it's really on the networks um, to really help grow new, new stars in this league. You know, we get fixated on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Look, they're talented, yes, uh, but they go to big markets and they're on television a lot. Zion was on, I think, more than anybody last year. And look, he's in New Orleans, I get it. But it's, again, how you hype or build a team. And networks, she was saying, maybe had some responsibility uh, or irresponsible in some ways of ignoring some teams or some stars, I thought it was pretty intriguing. Maybe this is one of those situations where the the Milwaukee Bucks and even the Phoenix Suns are getting their just due and letting fans around the country see just how talented uh, this group is
0: well, I think its uh, they're they 're not embracing social media enough. The sizzle reels those opens that uh, the the sizzle reels are good. But in the digital universe, how come they're not doing them for all of the top 100 players? How come they're not doing them for every player? I mean, there's probably a point of diminishing returns. Guy 10 isn't playing enough. He doesn't have enough awesome video to make it. Right. But but why aren't they doing it for the top 50 or 100 players? Um, You know, to the degree you use music, when you do one open to a game, you know, you have to pick. Are you using classic rock? Are you using rap? Are you using country? Well, when you're putting stuff out on social media, why isn't there everything? I mean, there's literally no limits here. Yeah. And and there's a chance, and, and you're of the era, you know this, and the NFL gets a lot of credit, and CBS gets a lot of credit, the cold opens that they did in the 80s kind of setting the storyline. If you go back and look at them, I mean, they were good, but they weren't that good. I mean, everything changes. You know, yeah. the pace they're editing at, it at it, it's totally different. So there's that kind of st- chance to build storylines, and I think there's a, there's a lot of work to be done there I- if they yeah. choose to it makes- do it. They're also getting a lot of money because even though people, the viewership is dropping for these big events, whether it's the baseball all-star game or it's the NBA finals, viewership's dropping, but it's not dropping as fast as the viewership is dropping for everything else. Mm, true, scripted true. dramas, sitcoms, and all that they're they're taking a much bigger hit.
1: Yeah, they are. So you make a great point about you know the visual elements that that television should use to their advantage because as a I think as a society, it's a visual and an audio type of excitement that they can bring, the way things are edited, the way things are presented, whether they use a TV or radio call, uh, just to put an exclamation point. On the particular player or the particular moment mm-hmm. to relive it and to bring it into your home, uh, you can do it the lazy way, or you can take you know find some some incredibly talented people who can give you the they give them the thumbs up to say go do this and make a presentation. As you said, those dry opens, you know, on on football uh, was something again is to catch your attention to pull you in and keep you there, and it usually always elevates, you know, the excitement level, but it also promotes a particular player or two that they're going to, you know, focus and concentrate on. And it helps build, you know, their reputation and their star power. Um, it depends what the networks want to do. Are they going to, you know, what are they going to do in game five? I mean, is it going to be all Giannis? Is it going to be a Chris Middleton who may not be the sexiest name around the NBA because of the 40-point the night that he put on? Are they going to do you know, show the frustration of Booker and, and the Phoenix Suns? I don't know. But I, there, there are some points to that, too. I mean, I think you, you have to draw the viewer in more and more now. And television has still has that that blessing to visually and audibly, you know, let you hear, see and hear the sounds and sights of a game. It uh, just depends if they want to go the distance to do
0: it. Buller, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again.
1: Hey, tell Joe to put $10 down on Red, will you?
0: <laughs> okay. okay. The Utes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: 10 10 on Red. Okay. Uh, for the Utes.
2: We'll do. Utes, if
1: he really feels if he feels lucky go 20. And All I'll right. try to I'll try to run into him later and take care of that. <laughs>
0: All right, thanks Buller.
1: All right, guys, see you soon. All
0: right, Joe Ingles is coming up. Joe is coming up in about 15 minutes right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Las Vegas, Australia, playing some tune-up games, getting ready for the Olympics. They beat the U.S. They're going to play them again on Friday. We'll talk with Joe. Stay with us.